0: This is like our 40th episode of our podcast, and this is by far the most informative, concise thing you've ever said. I don't, I'm, I'm like sitting here in amazement. It's like, what has happened?
1: Did you write that down? Like, generally,
0: it's generally, yeah, the game sucked. Well, was it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, yes, I agree with every, oh man. Oh. I don't know to say I agree. I need to quit. I need to
2: quit podcasting, Mike. You take over my spot. I'm going out on (laughs) top.
1: Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. What is it? Oh, welcome to Board Game Snobs.
0: (laughs) Yes, you're doing a terrible job at this. Mike, Uh, where's Enrique when you
2: need him? Yeah. Enrique's uh, intros are so good. So
1: we'll start over by saying, welcome to Board Game Snobs. I'm Mike.
2: His in-row. His, in row, his tea's silent. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, How's your tea? Testosterone. My testosterone? Is it low? low? No, my testosterone's out the roof. Is it really? They have to pull it off me. Are you serious? They actually use... Scrape it they off actually, it. Can
2: you sweat into a glass and let me drink toast.
0: it? They, 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 they pull testosterone on me, off of me to give the bull sharks. That's how much <laughs> testosterone I have. I know... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's be nice. I'm. I don't know. Well, this, I don't know what this deal with. All, no, I'm not making fun of all you out there who might be low T sufferers or whatever it is. Sufferers, sufferers. Because that's what what you're doing. You're suffering. You're, you are suffering. Go get you an axe. Go buy you some flannel. Some axe or a axe. A axe. Oh, not spray. The body, not the body spray. <laughs> I hear that. No, really gets the gals. no. I was about to be very disappointed. Only seventeen year old kids with acne use axe. Oh. You get you an axe. Go out and cut down a tree. Feel the testosterone flow and just go about your business. That's how you get your testosterone up right oh, there. Man. Do manly stuff. And, I mean, cutting down stuff is not just manly, but other manly things, such as... You cut me down all the time. That, that helps. It works. It's working so on Such as balancing your checkbook or cooking breakfast. I'm currently learning how to make uh, French-style eggs. It's just this the type of eggs. It is just, they're runnier. Eggs? Eggs. That you, eggs. Eggs that come from a chicken's butt. Are you hearing what I'm hearing... Eggs. Eggs. Say it again. French style no. eggs. Eggs.
2: You say it like A E G S. Maybe I do a That's like a northern thing. Well, yeah.
0: maybe I like northern eggs. I do like my eggs. You egg carry brown. them in your bag? No, look. That's how it sounds. Why are you being so verbally abusive to me?
1: Tables have turned. Want
2: to know
0: my eggs?
2: In I the need my tea to get higher, so I'm cutting you down. <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, it works. You're being manly. Oh, You're
0: being manly down there. All I right. can
2: feel it right now. He <laughs>
0: doesn't feel like it. All right, we're going to talk about one of the most manly games ever, a Game of Thrones, mm. which we played here recently. We played a five-player Game of Thrones. It was Mike's first Game of Thrones. We had Enrique. He was there. We had DJ. We had... who's We've never talked about DJ. Yeah, we're down there. DJ's our alternate. He's pretty good. He's on the RPG. He's on the RPG. Oh, yeah. DJ from the RPG. Enrique from Real Life. And Mike from the podcast. <laughs> uh, we played a five, and Instagram. We played a five-player game of Thrones game, uh, which is the quintessential area control negotiation game. Now, calm down. You're quintessential. If you like negotiating and you like power, and you like backstabbing. It is a good game. However. You used to have Chinatown way up there, too. However, I had a bad game of Game of Thrones, and here's Mm -hmm. why. Apparently, some people like to do like this metagame thing where they go around telling people, don't negotiate with Jerry because he'll just stab you in the back. And so I start this game where nobody would negotiate with me, nobody would have anything to do with me, and everybody just kind of... Put me off to the side and attack. Or maybe people just know what to expect
2: from you when they do negotiate with you.
0: Maybe you should shut your
1: mouth. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> See, the thing is, he—he's correct. Those warnings came around, and he was warning me against listening you to the warnings. And rather Wait, than what? <laughs> listen, rather than listening to the warnings like I should have. Uh-huh. I trusted my friend Gabby oh. from the northeast
2: uh, part of the I don't board. know who Gabby is. The Baratheons were there though. And you you almost got me. You almost got you. I tried I made i okay, well but we'll I get into that later. Pay. Jerry was the Lannisters. Who the Lannisters and Baratheons were kind of in the middle of the board.
0: At, first off, before we go any further, if you don't know what Game of Thrones is, it's this big it's map. It's a show on TV. It's a big map. Everybody has a faction and you place these tokens it's out. About toilets. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Porcelain Thrones. Oh but yeah, this is the type of humor. Wow, wow, wow. This is a type of humor. It the lowbrow humor porter bodies that comes from him. i around really I'm really hoping you bring us up. <laughs> I'm really hoping you bring this podcast up because I've been trying. It is hard to stay classy when you it's got it. has been
2: number two on my list for quite some time.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: Ew. oh
0: so in a game of thrones, you throw out the this token, it says Oaken? what you're gonna do, move, attack. And support, and a lot of times the whole support aspect is you can support another player attacking another player, or you can betray them. And that's where the game comes from, is betraying and backstabbing other people. I played a particularly difficult character that's in the middle of the board that's surrounded by enemies, and you're supposed to negotiate. Nobody would negotiate with me because God be told him not to negotiate with me. I did not. I knew I wasn't going to. right. Right. Anyways, Mike ended up winning his very first game of Game of Thrones yes. because Mike was lovable and likable and stayed down Mike south. Mike tried not to fight. And tried not to fight. He tried to make
2: arrangements with the Baratheons. He and was
0: sending out gift baskets to everybody saying, please don't fight. We're they going said, to listen. Don't
2: do it. Don't do it. They said that they would acknowledge your treaty and then they broke it. Ironically, the only person that I could trust in the game is the
1: one everybody <laughs> warned me not to.
0: Yes. Jerry oh, is trustworthy. Wait,
1: you just wait. Jerry is you trustworthy. You just wait. and <laughs> you, Mike, for life. That that <laughs> reputation follows on to Mike
0: the and further games of...
2: Mike and Jerry. It does, Gross. and that's why I told you not to chase him. I now trust declare
0: him. Mike my co-host. <laughs> Whatever. And now our first annual guest episode with Gabby. Hey, everybody. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: no, I just the game went bad for me, and I felt like I didn't have as much fun playing this game. Nor did I. Because there was not a lot of negotiation going around. I didn't it was just more either. moving around. And so Game well, of Thrones has been, last year, if you'll remember, my number one game. It's my favorite game. It kind of it kind of disappointed me a little bit. I realized that it's situational. And that sometimes you're going to flop playing a game that requires the perfect set of people, the right amount of people, the right kind of people, and the right situation. And I made me wonder. So he's saying
2: you're not the perfect set of people. No, right? it made
0: me question whether or not this is a good game. Good game Go ahead You have to It's the right You
1: have the floor I'll allow it Thank you sir It's the right people But they also have to be In the right location On that board Uh Because I mean I would have Played completely different If I was In DJ's situation Or if I was in Gobby's area On the board
2: That's true Well and I think There are That is correct. Like, me and Jerry really didn't have nothing to do with each other, except the one time he's like, you're not going to attack me. And I was like, no, I'm not. And then I attacked him. But that was just in recompense for, and I should not do this. I shouldn't. But I was remembering last game. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to carry over game to game. But it's Jerry. It's just Jerry. (laughs) And I just had to get him. So I wreaked vengeance upon him, and I got it. So I was keeping Jerry down, and Mike was the Tyrells coming up from the south. Mm-hmm. And flower people. We had a treaty at one point, but he just had two king, two uh castles right there that were very tasty looking. Tasty castles. And white They moved, moved castles? Too, move too soon. <laughs> See, that's the type of that's, that's classy <laughs> right there.
0: That's classy. No, white castle is not classy. Died at white castle one time in uh in St. Louis, Missouri. It was rough. It's gross. Yeah. There were two sliders? castles, so I sent out Harold and I then I sent over. out Kumar. No, no, huh? not even funny. Not even huh? funny. Our, huh? our, nobody, need, no. My two Legion leaders, Harold and Kumar, went to the White Castles.
2: And it's cracking me, me up. <laughs> okay, so anyway, so a move too soon. I, I captured those two castles. And, and if I had up, just no. waited and sent that one rascal, across. okay, anyway. You I, lost sent, the game. I sent Harold
1: I lost. And Kumar to Guantanamo Bay.
0: Wow. Ooh, that's wow. not in
1: Game of Thrones.
0: Wow. No, but
1: you were referencing.
0: That's called Slaver's like? Bay, and that's on the opposite side of the map. Oh, yes. Which is in the expansion for Game of Thrones that's coming up next year. They're having another big box expansion that to mm-hmm. the game that you know I will not be able
2: to exist. Okay, but let's get to the core of our discussion. What is the core? You asked me, is a game really that great if it can suck at times?
0: Yes, that's what I'll put out there. Or is a game always consistently great mechanically no matter what?
2: And this is what I said to you. You said something. Off podcast, which I will now put on podcast.
0: All right, put it on there.
2: When they speak of, I hear them... Uh, who's they? Uh, Matthew Berry who's, of Fantasy Focus Football. Who's that? He's a, he's a fantasy guy.
0: What's fantasy football? Like? Fantasy football. Like that orcs and elves playing? Yes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> What's that game? Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl? <laughs> Is that what you play <laughs> on? <laughs> fantasy football?
2: So when you pick a guy, yeah. he has a high ceiling. Yeah. Meaning he may not do that great a whole lot. But there's the chance when he does do great, he's going to score you a load of points because he just goes off. That's right. And then there's some people that are just like, you can trust them to get you this amount. They'll get you 10 points every game, 10 points every game. They're not ever going to give you 20 points or 30 points, but you can trust them to get you 10 points every game. To me, that's what Game of Thrones is. Tickets a ride it's okay, I'll enjoy it to a degree every time I play it because it doesn't vary. There's no negotiation. There's no other things surrounding the mechanics of the game. You just play the game and you know what you're doing and it's bam, 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 it's going to be the same every time. Game of Thrones has all these variabilities to it. The negotiation, who you're playing with, how well things go, who plays what cards win. So, it has a high ceiling. Like, it can be a really great game and be one of the most fun games you ever play. But it can also flop. But you
0: got to take the good with the bad, and that's the way a lot of greats are. This is like our 40th episode of our podcast, and this is by far the most informative, concise <laughs> thing you've ever said. I don't. Well, I'm, I'm like sitting here in amazement, like, what has happened? Well,
1: <laughs> did you write that down? Like, generally
0: it's generally, Yeah, the game sucked. <laughs> well, was it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't know. You get a half a glass of Miller in you. and Next thing you know, he's like, "Welcome, everybody." I found that the flow of the game was not consistent with its with. We uh, huh. yes, I agree with every. Oh man, oh. do not know what to do. I don't know what to say I agree. I need to I quit. I, I need to quit podcasting, Mike. Can you take over my spot.
2: I'm going out on top.
0: <laughs> I agree with absolutely everything Gabby just said. This game has the, this Game of Thrones which is, as you'll remember, was my favorite game ever on our top ten, has the ability to make me feel like this is the funnest thing I've ever played. Like it really, I love it. And then it was this was the first bad game I had of it where I sat there and thought, I don't feel like anybody's really having a great time. Like everybody's just playing. Everybody's doing all right. But we're not like backstabbing each other. We're not yelling at each other. I mean Mike's over there being nice. Mike was literally the Andy Griffith <laughs> at the Mike South. I <laughs> was about to say I I have glass. So, at so. Fast, got Enrique and went went Enrique's fishing. up north this and I'm up there just attacking him for no reason whatsoever. I mean there was just a lot about it that it was not amazing. And it had always been amazing. And it just was something that kinda caught me off guard and made me question it made me question my
2: family. because it came came after our last game, which was with the expansion of Feast of Four of uh, Four Crows. Yeah. And it was
0: the best one we've played it yet. Great. Yeah, it was great. Four-player Feast of Crows, which makes me want to play that again.
1: So even though, in your guys' opinion, the last Game of Thrones that we played, it flopped. It went down a little bit. It would still rank pretty high for me because right. I recognize the potential yeah. of the game. The, the the Even though it was my first time playing.
0: The, the, the way Game of Thrones dealer really goes with six people, I mean, it's a five, six, seven-hour game. You eat lunch. And you sit around, and while you're eating, you're negotiating, and you negotiate, and you negotiate, and there's horrible things that happen in this game. Bargaining for Like, you, you bargain with people, and you bribe people, and you threaten people, and you support people, and then there's times where you actually, this is the only game for which I have betrayed somebody. And have felt bad. <laughs> like I have literally looked across and thought, I've told you, I'm coming to help you. I'm coming to help you. Was that me? Maybe. Well um, maybe. It kinda hurt me just a little bit to look you in the eye. Am I just one of many? We we're one of many. You're many notches there. Well, I said, I'll be there, I'll help you. And then when we get to the battlefield, I'm like, no, So literally I'm on other side. the
2: last game we played, literally my first battle, I'm going up against Enrique. Jerry's telling me the whole time, yeah, fight Enrique, I will support you. I said, don't cross me, Jerry. No, no, I'll support you. Okay, I'm battling Enrique. He supports Enrique, and
0: I lose. And he sat there in it tears. It made me. It, <laughs> it was very it angry. Me. It hurt me. It affected me quite a bit. It, it, but it was that's the level of emotion I want out of Game of Thrones. Yeah,
2: and that's what I said. I said a game that evokes this type of emotion has got to be good. Like I, I don't get this kind of emotion in anything else, but just playing a, a silly board game. It's amazing, yeah. but last time, it just did And Mike, it was Mike's first time. DJ doesn't really tend to negotiate. He likes to make
0: treaty truces. He truces, which is the weakest form.
2: And Enrique and him truced. And Enrique, he's Enrique. Yeah. Wild card. Wild card. <laughs> <laughs> and I am always against Jerry because I remember all the bad things. Oh, really? Yes. The, you should be yeah. the North, because yeah. they always
0: remember.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> I always remember. always <laughs> remember. You're, you're getting me.
1: Yeah, but in in this particular game, again, I trusted you. And
0: you betrayed uh, me. Well, and
1: you, you came down. And I thought I was... Things had to I mean, be done. I was one move away, one little castle away from winning the game and ending that game.
2: Well, the thing with the Game of Thrones is you win or you die.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and my point. And, like, and I so, But then anyways, I just
1: turned on you and you just moved great, my way
0: up. It's a great game. Another game that we played that I want to talk about because we, I shortchanged this game. Uh, and now I realize looking back, this game. Looking back in time. Looking back in time. I'm actually going back in time to look at this game and realize hmm. two things. One, I owe a lot to this game. And two, I really enjoy it. Like, it is probably, it might be in the top ten for me. Monopoly. Anachrony. Oh, they both both in NY. Uh Anachrony, Gobby bought, because he heard a lot of good things about it. And then, you know, of course, if it has any type of expansion or bling or miniatures, he bought those. He bought the miniatures, and I looked at them and said, you know what would be nice? If somebody would paint these. And one day I realized, I think I'm going to paint those. I got on Amazon. I ordered some paint. I ordered some brushes. I got online and watched about... Four hours worth of youtube videos of how to paint and next thing i know i started painting and i loved it and from then on i have just been
2: not too shabby I they're must not say. they're
0: not great they are not great i will not brag were those your it. first those are my very first mm-hmm. i never picked up a paintbrush in my life until that day and it went from being
2: the details pretty good look at those green ones over there
0: it went from being oh yeah it, they're decent but the thing is is that that kind of added to the game and it connected me to the game and I learned to play the game and I really liked it and then I kind of just kind of forgot about it here recently we played anachrony again and I realized it is a it's very difficult to get down it can be somewhat confusing about what your objectives are but in terms of a worker placement where you are managing resources and you have these particular objectives and buildings. It's it's got all the fluff that generally comes in a in a Kickstarter game. I love Anachrony. I think it is it is quite possibly one of the best Kickstarter. It is without a doubt one of the best Kickstarter games that I have I have well, that we have in our collection. I
2: think uh, credit goes. Uh, props go to Enrique.
0: Yes, because for making you. Uh,
2: Rethink anachrony
0: Enrique declared that this was his favorite game And if I had to pick a game I would have been better off just throwing a dart At our boxes there and just letting one random one pick I would have never have guessed anachrony To be Enrique's favorite game We had a long discussion As he explained to me why he loved it And he kept saying you could do anything and win You can do anything and win I was like well no every game says there's multiple paths to victory But there's not There's always one optimal move There's one optimal path to take in anachrony, it truly does suss out that there are multiple paths to victory. You can time travel back and replace fix anomal- anom- anomalies. Is that how you say that? Uh-huh. I'm anomalies?
2: Uh-oh, there, there, there's
0: another anomaly.
2: Can you please update your oh, iCloud settings? I
0: don't know how. How about that Adobe? Fix that, please. <laughs> I don't know how. Uh, I'll just turn the sound down. You can go and get fix these things and get victory points or you can go and build buildings and get victory points or you can go here and do your evacuation plan and get victory points anachrony is this weird game where there's this asteroid that's going to hit your planet and your people can time travel If that makes sense and so you can request stuff from the future but then later in the future round you have to be able to send it back because if you don't send it back then marty mcfly's mom's going to disappear or something's going to fade away i don't know it's weird the thing i relate to that most of
2: all is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? It
0: is. It feels like a. It feels like a
2: Doctor Who Bill and Ted. When Bill needed that trash can to be thrown on top of that guy at the right time, he's like, "We got to come back in time and do that now." I love Keanu Reeves, man. <laughs> How would you know that was Keanu? See, that's a good that impression. Was a good Im- you know who that, was? <laughs> that was a good impression.
0: That was a good impression. That was Keanu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Finally got one right. Yeah. But there is no spoon. <laughs> See.
1: Right phrase. What? <laughs> Wrong accent.
2: Whatever. What? That's still how he talked.
1: No, no, no. Uh, yeah. You're telling me the Bill and Ted Keanu Reeves is the same
2: as the Matrix Keanu Reeves? He is one on the same.
0: Yeah. They, they, he does a weird accent. He time traveled
2: and then bent a spoon.
0: Yeah. And he also like.
2: Shot everybody in the head.
0: Yeah. He did a lot of stuff. <laughs> he went back and did this whole bank robbery where Nixon was out robbing banks. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> went out, surfing. With surfing. All in the
2: same universe. It was
0: pretty cool. Anachrony feels like that. Anachrony feels like Point Break and Bill and Ted and The Matrix rolled up into one. And I've got to say, it has climbed very high. If you like worker placements that have a solo, that have a worker board, that does have a lot of icons that are somewhat confusing and convoluted, Mm -hmm. but they actually make sense after you have played the game. After you get it down. I'm sold on it. I am sold on an acronym. Now, now this is the controversial thing that I won't throw out there. Uh Uh-uh. Dinosaur Island, which has gotten a lot of attention. People just rave about Dinosaur Island. We played Dinosaur Island. Mike brought it over. Mike likes it. I didn't really, it wasn't working for me. There are some things that are, quite frank, frankly, the game is broken in. For instance, in Dinosaur Island, you're building your little park, you have your player boards, you have these dice that you roll that give you these certain genomes that you can collect, the genes that you use to build up the dinosaurs, and so you collect those, and then you look on your board, and do you have enough green chromosomes and blue chromosomes to make this T-Rex? And you're buying buildings and you're putting them on your player board and there's just there's a lot of little things going on. It's like scattered everywhere. And then you want people to come in your park and you pull into this bag and you pull out these visitors and they come into the park and some of them are hooligans so they jump the fence and don't pay and dinosaurs beat your security and sometimes they eat people and that doesn't really penalize you too awful much, kinda sorta does, but not really. I mean, you think somebody getting eaten at your park that would really set you back? And so I mean, I mean if your if your park has something where dinosaurs eat people, you get sued. I'm just going to imagine that gets sued. I mean, Jurassic Jurassic Park. Three people got eaten and shut them down. I then mean, they, come on.
2: Then they opened it back up.
0: 25 years later, and it took Pratt to do it. No,
2: but first they brought over that one and it put him in New York.
0: Took Chris Pratt. No, that was San Diego. Took Chris oh, Pratt. Diego. It took Chris Pratt to open it up. If it takes Chris Pratt to get your uh, park a shot in the arm. Something's going on. Yeah. Anyways, I compared Anachrony and Dinosaur Island together, mainly because they both do the same thing in a lot of ways. They are both worker placements. They both have different kinds of workers. They both have this small mechanic where you roll some dice for various things. They both have resources that you're using. In, in Anachrony, it's the metals that you're using to build buildings. In uh, Dinosaur Island, it's the chromosomes. You build scads amount of of buildings on both the games. Each have different types of buildings that you use. You each have your own player board that's spatial, that you build buildings and you can only build them in certain areas. And they both have various places that you can go and do to get victory points. And lots of little pieces. Lots of little pieces that generally irritate me. They're both very fiddly. I will say this. If it came down to Anachrony or Dinosaur Island, I'm going to tell you every time buy Anachrony. Oh yeah, I love Anachrony. Dinosaur Island felt like a game that was—it felt confused. It's like it didn't quite fit. the f- The theme didn't come through as strong, and there was too many little things. And I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just saying that Anachrony—who is the designer of Anachrony, by the way? David Turksey and uh... I like how you just rambled that off. It's just like you just knew. How did you know that guy's name?
2: Victor Peter and Richard Amon. Okay. David Turcy, I know. You know him. Well, I mean, I know of him. Oh, because he's like, like he's he makes. I think he's like does really good with the solo stuff. Okay,
0: Anachrony is by far a very well designed, thought out game. Dinosaur Island is like its little brother that couldn't quite figure out what it's doing. Like it's
2: reptilian sense. little brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyways, that's my thoughts. Like
2: you get up on one of those robots and you pull its skin off and it's a lizard underneath. Who does that? V. Remember that show? V? 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 Oh,
0: yeah. V. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: From the 80s and the reboot. Yeah. I keep, starring I keep, Marina I, Baccarin. I keep expecting a, from Firefly. another reboot. Of that. I love that show. Yeah. I remember watching that show as a kid and it scarred me. <laughs> Because it really freaked me out When those people were lizard people Underneath that human skin mm-hmm. It was so awesome I, I was good with that show All the way up until They ate the bird The 80's bird. one? Yeah
1: when The it, rat
2: The mice Or they eat a bird No it was a bird They ate a bird? Uh, I remember them a bird. eating mice or something
1: I, I could I I'm Pretty sure it was a bird Because she reached into the cage And Yeah it was a bird And I was yeah, like Wasn't oh, it like oh, Vincent Jan Vincent or something Do you it? not eat birds? I love duck Well, I have no problem with eating fowl. I had chicken for lunch. I cry (laughs) fowl. However, the bird was alive and looking the creature in the eye, and he just
0: popped Mm. it in there. Yeah, that was.
2: I love that show.
0: That's pretty intense. Yeah. But
2: when you make a Marina Bakarin your main lizard woman,
0: that's just. How do you do that? I don't know. She's just like. I want to know how this made it into the podcast. Oh wait,
2: <laughs> wait! I don't know. How, how did we get to this? Oh, I said a bit silly and little brother or something. Ah, oh, uh, yes. wow. So,
1: I mean, I, and when you when you said initially you were going to compare the two, uh, Dinosaur Island and Acrony, I was, I was like, well, there's, there's no kind of like,
2: Well, there's kind of like stages too, because there's like this cleanup stage. You got to clean yep. it up, and you got to put the new stuff back out there. Yep. And then take your actions. Mm-hmm. Both those games have that. Oh yeah. And I don't really like that. I don't like a game where you have to, okay, it's over. I clear all this crap out, and i put out a bunch of new crap. All right, now we're using this. That slows it down to me. Right. But in Anachrony, I don't mind it. It was a
1: lot quicker. In Dinosaur Island, the cleanup is, I mean, there's you got to clean up one, two. All that dino you've got, to, you've got to, There's four phase boards that you've
0: got to clean up from. Yeah, on each round, and, and here's something with anachrony that that really made me th- stop and think about the design of the game. Uh, there were four of us playing it. Mike was playing it for his first time, so of course Mike came in dead last. But it was because I mean it was a difficult, real, a, it's a difficult game. You oh, ha- bad. It, it takes a, it takes a little bit to bad. understand. Like, Enrique Gabi and I were it's all within terrible. one point of each other. We were all just stacked on top of each other. That hurts. And the thing the thing was is that
2: does it hurt you? I won.
0: Yeah, Gobby won it. Gobby uh, won it. And Gobby... Well, I mean, usually my first game with you, I usually win. I don't know know why, but it's... Shots fired. (laughs) Uh, Gobby won this game, but he did something completely different than what I did. He bought a bunch of these super projects and went in on all those. I was more about, I went back in time and fixed stuff and did this and Enrique did something completely different. He dived his... his, Enrique startled me. I was afraid he was going to beat me with that move. He put up like 21 points all of a sudden doing his evacuation plan. Oh, yeah. And so, we each three did something completely different. Our player boards looked completely different but we were all one point away from each other. Like one move away. That was awesome. Except if And I think that's that's a sign of a game that if you know what you're doing, you have the info on it and you put... Play it right, Gabby. Please don't be stop tickling. Stop tickling the guests. Go. That uh, that just is a sign of a good game. This game tickles me. I liked it. Don't know. It tickles me. No. It tickles
2: me.
1: Are you gonna start whispering into the mic again?
2: Maybe. No. Um, Anachrony,
0: my new number one. Just kidding. That's Enrique's number Uh, one. And if Rick, it should—I don't know why I didn't think but of this. But props to had, Enrique for we making had us Enrique rethink it. Here, we should have Re- invited Enrique back to he's reassess He's still not it. doing good. He's still not doing. good. hes, <laughs> he's, still, he's still not doing. It. This is a hard time. He said something about—I don't know. He keeps talking about his destiny, but I think he's talking about the, the PlayStation game. <laughs> so I don't know what he's doing here. He's been having some issues with uh, you know. His okay, internet.
2: well. I think that's going to do it for today. we got some games to play. So Wait a
0: minute. Before we quit. Before what we quit. Now? Mike, Lords of Vegas. Loved Lords of Vegas. Thank
1: you. I oh, where's oh, my, Is that on I, your I, ranker? Oh, yes. it's. Is uh, it number two?
2: It's... Top five? Top wow. Five. I, love I really, really oh, enjoy Lord. it. What is your top five?
0: No. Top, no. Top five. That's, that's no, no. That's we're another not, podcast. We're not we're not talking about that. You let,
2: your last podcast, you said, what's your number one? Okay. What's your number two? That's the stop, same thing. But we'll let him stop.
0: stop. We'll stop. let him go. Okay. We'll let him go. But Lords right. of Vegas. If you have not really bought Lords of Vegas... What's that? Lords of Vegas. Lord. Lord. Good Lord of Vegas. (laughs) Good Lord. If If you're from the South, you get the Georgia version. Good Lord of Vegas. Lord of Vegas. With the governor expansion. All right. (laughs) You need (laughs) need to get Lords of Vegas. The funnest bidding. Funnest. Is that a word? Funnest. Most fun. Funnest. No, funnest. Funnest funnest is a word. Funnest. Foss. Foss to funnest. Why are you trying to stop me? A frequent Foss to funnest. Lords of Vegas. Betting slash area control slash negotiation slash Hey I won that one too. Man. I was nah, in a yeah in a Man, I do not roll that day. Honorable mention to that
1: I note. was on a roll. <laughs> I, I, I first time playing high society, I
0: I fell in yes. love with high society that night. Mike
2: was way in love with high Mike, society.
0: <laughs> Mike is the high society champion. So if you like bidding, you have to buy high okay. society. Okay. Now high society. I thought the podcast was over.
2: Well, you, uh, mic made it go on. Tangent, sorry. High Society, to me, when I first heard about it, I was like, it's a silly bidding game. But it, it's, you can literally calculate that game out. It's tied. You can think about what other people have used oh, and burned and how much money you have total and subtract it and go with what they're going. And okay, they bid 30000 on this card last time. So nothing that makes this card about that same amount, Is to me, it reminds me of modern art.
0: Yeah. I love, same designer, Grinder Kanitzia.
2: Because you don't know where to start bidding, you just have to throw something out there, and based on that bid, it kind of yeah. it kind of bases all the other bids on it that. It
0: Adds value to.
2: It's the mix. a silly card game. It's super simple, but it is incredible.
0: Modern art and uh, Doctor Kanitzia are the best bidding games I've ever
2: played. Modern art is still my favorite, but High Society. <laughs> For a quick game, high society.
0: For a little more involved one, modern art. Yeah, yep. done um, and done. I'm looking forward to the estates. It's Supposed to be the meanest, the meanest bidding game out there. Meanest, the meanest. Aggressive? And like no, like yeah, like, like everybody. Like the, the do not growl. Do like not a growl. T-Rex. No. <laughs> I, I, was, I read a little bit about it. Yeah, it's yeah, supposed to be good. like,
2: or according to the Aztecs, a just trail. a Rex
0: we're done we're done with the and silent tea thing that ends this episode we are done with the silent tea no more no more tea no time. more sop actually stop. <laughs> so, stop it right now so that's it i'm done i want Until to play next time uh we thank you nice. mike for being here nothing nothing this is jerry this, this is hey this is, hey I thought I,
1: he
2: went. Oh, you yeah. should be first. Oh, Jerry. i take, take that, that, back. that back. I'm right, to go to Jerry. This is
0: Mike. This is Jerry. This is Gabby. And good day.
2: Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.